now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, and we bring you tips, education, updates, basically anything that is home-related. So whether you are in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure being your host here every week for the past five years. This isn't my day job, though. The rest of the time, I actually sell real estate, and I've been doing so here in Greater Victoria since 1991. I've, I've handled hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of transactions here in our fair city. Very proud to be ranked as one of the top producing agents of REMAX in Western Canada. I'd be pleased to help you as well, too. So if you're looking for second opinion, advice, direction about real estate, anything real estate related, feel free to reach out to me and of course the rest of our whole home show team members. You can find our contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there or feel free to reach out to me. I love hearing from you every week. As every week comes, there's more and more direct contact from our listeners. I love that. I love hearing from you. And I remain very much uh, enthused that we are bringing great information to you because I get the feedback from you. And by all means, if there's something that you'd like to hear about or something you want to learn more about, reach out to me as you have. And I will be sure to share them not only with you here on our program, but for everyone else who is listening as well, too. Uh, today, we're having a conversation with our show partner and support support and sponsor, Pierre Beauvais from Silhouette Home Inspections. We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about. There's never any shortage of topic when it comes to home inspection uh, because there's so much to know about your home, whether you are buying one or you're selling one, or even if you have no inclination to move at all, always a good idea to get an idea of how your house is doing. Uh, you know, it's a home physical health check. Consider it that. And Pierre Beauvais is the guy to help you with that with Silhouette Home Inspections. I'll have him on after our first break here. We always talk about matters, subjects, uh, or things that are on your mind right now. And if you've got something that you like us to talk about, just reach out to me. Again, find me online. Go to the CFAX 1070 website uh, or give us a call, 419-7439. That's 250-419-7439. And we will bring it up here on our program. Today, because of course, we are looking at a market that is shifting. Uh, by the way, whether you're listening to this now, this week that we've recorded it, or if it is 
five years into the future because of course we do podcast all of our episodes we've got five years worth of history over 250 episodes go to itunes or google play you can download any of them so much great information this is one of the reasons why we don't necessarily talk about things like current average sale price or statistics because those change all the time but you know there's a lot of evergreen material like our topic today about building inspection that's information and education and advice that never gets old so uh, again if you're listening to this right now recorded in the future think back to the future uh this is uh something that you know the market changes the market always changes there's changes all the time and at this point in time at this juncture we're recording this right now july 2022 there has been a shift no question. We hit this peak uh, during the pandemic. Of course, the market went crazy. And in about March or April, uh, things started slowing down. And uh, has the bottom fallen out? Uh, is the sky falling? No, it's not. Not at all. I mean, let's face it. Property values are higher now than they were a year ago. A lot higher than two years ago. They're just not as high as they were three or four months ago. And that's what happens. Things go up and down. Um, but one thing that I do want to talk about today, because it has come up a couple of times this week with me already, is in negotiation, when offers come in today, there are typically things like conditions, subject to financing, subject to building inspection, which we'll talk about with uh, Pierre a little later, uh, subject conditions. But offers don't come in well, the buyer's best foot forward. So unlike the market that we just came from where people were bidding $50,000, $100,000, $200,000 over list price, we are seeing things below list price. And it's always hard when a market has recently shifted because often sellers are still existing in the mindset from three or four months ago, thinking that it is a multiple offer situation. It is a uh, low inventory high demand situation which it's not as much anymore so memories uh, are sort of the short-term memory is interesting because people are still thinking that but things have changed and buyers now of course read the topics we've had uh, they've read, read the news they've we've had a number of interest rate increases in the past couple of months uh, there are more things to choose from uh, even today I spoke with a buyer from Vancouver uh, who says oh my goodness there's all this you know uh, the market is falling well in what you're looking for Mr. Buyer in fact it's not in fact if anything uh, the segment you're looking at is as hot now as it ever has been so it really depends on the segment you're looking at but getting back to offers when you get an offer and you get conditions and it is rarely the list price right now uh does that mean you're not going to get that list price well well you know, a really good example is today uh just before recording this episode here we negotiated on a property, uh, the offer came in below list price. We negotiated, uh, removed a couple of frankly bad terms in the buyer's contract and managed to get the seller's price. So just because the first offer comes in a little bit off of where you, if you're a seller, had hoped that the offer would be, that doesn't mean it's the end, all right? So this is where an agent, your agent, your agent's expertise, experience, and all of those things, handling negotiation, this is where we very much come in handy. If anything, this is what we get paid for. You know, showing houses isn't difficult. Putting properties on the market isn't difficult. 
It's the negotiation and it's getting the sale home. And by the way, not every offer is a good one. Sometimes an offer comes in that has no chance at all. There are people that do the proverbial lowball. Absolutely. And we cannot make every offer work. And the reason for that is normally because the buyer may have a unrealistic expectation of what they're able to get. So for example, property condos that are selling easily right now, we're talking in the last five days around the $600,000 mark. And it is demonstrable that properties are selling close to, I just did a report by the way, condos in that sort of four hundred fifty dollars to $600,000 price range. In the last 10 days, they have sold on average 99% of list price with a range of a low of 94% and a high of 104%. And yet I had a buyer that called in and said, yeah, you know, things are bad. So I want to come in uh, 50,000 or 10% below list price. Okay, well, um, people aren't having to take that because things are selling, as I said, 99% of list price. So all we've got to do is have a look at recent sales. That may change. Absolutely. Hey, it changed three months ago. May change again. That's the way things go. But there's also that old adage that the first offer is usually the best offer. Is that true? Well, I mean, again, just because it's an offer doesn't mean you have to take it. And your agent will guide you through whether it's viable and a good one because the agent needs to assess the risk of not accepting the offer. Could you do better by waiting? Or is it in fact an opportunity that you shouldn't give up? That's why we're here. Ask your agent, ask me. That's the expertise of a real estate professional. Uh, lots of things to talk about, but of course, as always, if you would like us to talk about any specific topic, just reach out to me. Go to cfax1070.com or find me online. I love chatting with you. Uh, and of course, you can listen to our past episodes on podcast. Need to take a break here. We'll be back in a moment with Pierre Beauvais from Silhouette Inspections. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We have with us today one of our show partners and sponsors, Pierre Beauvais. Pierre is with Silhouette Building our House and Home Inspections. Uh, Pierre, thanks again for joining us today. Hey, Tony. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a little while, hasn't it? It has been. And but you know what? I know you've been busy. And it's funny because I bump into you not only when we have people, uh, buyers doing inspections, but I also bump into you when you are doing inspections for other realtors and other buyers. So I, I know you're out there. You're, you're doing yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. No, we're keeping busy out there uh, in all weather. Right? It seems every time we meet, it's either uh, raining cats and dogs and we've got this massive atmospheric river it's uh hotter than heck out there and uh we're still uh, still at it though well okay you know what let's talk about that one for a bit because it's warm weather we're recording this right now it's warm weather right people often don't consider or think about the fact that you are going into places like attics right, they, right. And, and people don't think much about their attic space so tell the listeners what an attic is like in hot weather um well think of it more of like an oven is really what it is so um we're not going in attics any time in the afternoon especially when it's you know the heat the, the temperatures that we're seeing right now uh you know lower 30s it's going to be probably closer to 50 degrees even plus almost 60 degrees in your attic 
if they're not proper ventilated and we won't know that really till we get in there. So um, when we're doing a home inspection, we, at least I am for myself, I'm doing, um, I'm booking him in the morning. So sometimes home inspectors can do two, two inspections in a day, a little bit more uncommon these days, Uh, markets slow down a little bit. So we're doing our inspections in the morning. That way we can get into the attic safely and spend a good five minutes or so to do, you know, a solid assessment rather than just from the hatch. Okay. And, and I, I think this is a really important point for people to know because it has come up before where people are like, well, you know, it's just an attic. What's the big deal? And having been in an attic in weather that was not hot like it is right now, I can tell you it is, it is a sauna, except it's a sauna that is pitch black or very dark and dangerous from the standpoint of there's not necessarily firm footing right that's well there's there's that um for sure the 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 firm footing is an issue uh we've got lights obviously we're going up there with lights and masks and everything else but um it it's just it's unsafe and often we're working by ourselves so there's really nobody else in the house um and, and it would become a dangerous situation if you're up in the attic and, um, you know, depending on, uh, on the individual and, and the heats that you're seeing up there, you, the last thing you want is to, uh, is to pass out. Um, it wouldn't be a good scenario. So no, no. you, no. you really got to stay well hydrated, get those attics done. Um, you know, maybe change your system a little bit. I know I do that. Typically I'll leave attics to the end of the inspection, but, uh, what I'm doing is I'm doing, uh, I'm doing them in the beginning. Yeah, just to make sure that I'm in there in the morning before it gets too hot. So, well, it's interesting. Um, we're, we're we're down the path here of talking about attics. We might as well cover the things that you find because I've been with you uh, before, uh, including recently, and it's amazing what you find up in attics. You mentioned ventilation, so let's tell the listeners about the importance of ventilation. What is ventilation? Yes, um, and I think we've talked about this in other shows. Ventilation um, is huge. Um, and not, and not bathroom ventilation or, or dryer ventilation, but just, just the, the space, just the actual, uh, attic space that needs to be ventilated because it can get so hot. Um, you do need to flush that air out. And so you need proper intake air and you also need proper, uh, exhaust air. So it needs to be a balanced system. Um, you often see from the row or from the outside, you'll see the, the static box vents. Those are actual, um, ventilations for the attic but what you don't see normally is the intake uh, and those are normally done uh, via soffit ventilation um, sometimes there's also gable venting or ridge venting but a typical home will have soffit ventilation for intake air and then ridge ventilation or box static box vents for exhaust um, and often those soffit ventilation those soffit vents are obstructed. So they'll be blocked with insulation that's been added after the fact, or the house is, you know, 30, 40 years old in a dusty environment, and those vents will actually get clogged with, with dust, um, and they do need to get cleaned. So, um, you know, getting into an attic is a must, in my opinion, as an inspector, that's where we find a lot of the defects. Um, and sometimes the best way is just to go up there and just turn your flashlight off and look and make sure that you've got that proper ventilation at the eaves as in socket ventilation and, and make sure that you've got proper static vents and not a combination of something that would cause it to be unbalanced, such as gable venting and 
exhaust vents that are you know on the upper top of the roof um, because then really all you're doing is ventilating the top of the roof and not the entire roof so you, we see a lot of that um, where roofers um, are adding box vents for the for the roof but they're not going into the attic to see uh, if the soffit ventilation is in fact uh, intact or, or present and so yeah because uh, there's there's got to be a flow you're talking about an airflow the fresh air coming up and it coming out and if they're just installing the out there yeah. needs to be a place for the in right well and sometimes and maybe they're just assuming there is an intake uh, and they're not you know they're just doing the roof and and they may not be going into the attic uh, and you know a, a proper a proper installation of the roof should assess what type of uh, ventilation you have so yeah, yeah you, you pretty much nailed it though yeah you do need you need proper flow you need that warm air to rise and 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 bring in that cool air as the temperature uh, drops during the day at night time so yeah and and we have talked about this before i mean the, the yeah. attic is one of those places that owners just typically do not go into and we know that because every once in a while that dryer vent or the bathroom vent or the the kitchen hood vent has fallen from the exhaust and it's just yeah. venting right into the attic. That's right. And it's funny where, you know, buyers get angry and, and say, oh, you know, you, you didn't know about this. You didn't take care of it. Well, yeah, no, most sellers don't because sellers don't go, especially, you know, older folk, you know, it's it's not a place to crawl into. You it's know, very not. Comfortably. They're, they're usually, they're not very accessible no. um, at the best of times. The, the vents, um, the hatches themselves, the size of them, in older homes, um, you know, they're tiny, you know, they might be 12 inches by 16 inches. Yeah. Uh, whereas nowadays, they need to be, you know, at least, what is it, uh, almost two feet by two and a half feet. So it's changed the, as far as sizing, but um, no, they're not pleasant to go into. Uh, no, not at all. No, no. <laughs> I won't sugarcoat it, Tony. I really okay. won't. But that's where, <laughs> well, we, that's where we find, that's where we find the issues, right? Yeah. That's where you're going to find... Um, staining on the decking uh that's where you're gonna find uh those exhaust um ducts that are should be attached that are just flopped down laying on the insulation and and we've talked about um the wasps too and this time of year you got to be really um oh. keep an eye on them and see if you can notice if they're going into uh vents and whatnot because they will actually make their little nests and uh and then that back flap or that damper can't open and, and just the back pressure of the uh, of the exhaust fan will actually uh, blow off that ducting and then nobody like rarely do people go up there and know that it's yeah. happening and it's just um it's introducing moisture into the attic so uh wasps too yeah that's that's going to be a big one um you know nests that you got to uh, keep an eye out so that way you can get uh, someone up there to take care of it yeah and we we've yep. had Pest control on the program here. Yeah, yeah. I rec yeah, I actually was yeah. listening to that one. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's there. Is, there are actually issues, you, and you should be going up and getting your attic um, inspected at least annually. If you can't get up there by yourself, uh, call an inspector, um, and uh, we gladly do it for you. So here's the thing. There, there are so many components to a home. There's so many things to consider. I mean, you're talking about things like uh, vents that uh, flap open and close that, you know, get jammed open or shut or whatever. Who looks at those? And you should on occasion. So, uh, Pierre, even though somebody might not be buying or selling a home, they can still get you to do an inspection of their home, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So we've had many clients um that are that are having us inspect for uh, just condition reports uh and or they're going to be doing a renovation and they want to see if there's anything else that they need to tend to 
before maybe updating that kitchen or bathroom. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely um, pays off to get to get it inspected. Well, uh, and if you are thinking about doing some of that, ladies and gentlemen, there's nobody else like Pierre at Silhouette Home Inspections. Uh, Pierre, if people need to reach you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, by phone would be 778-922-4646, uh, or you can uh, catch us on the uh, online at uh, silhouetteinspections.com. Uh, you can send us an email or send us a text as well. And of course, you can find his contact information by going on the CFAX 1070 website, but I'll remind you about that when we uh, come back from our break. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Uh, as a reminder, our show here can be found by visiting cfax1070.com. Look for shows and the weekends. There you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Uh, contact information for all of our uh, sponsors and supporters are on the page there. So if you need to reach out to get some uh, direction on legal aspects or for a mortgage or for home inspection and, of course, um, home insurance, all of their contact information is there, including mine as well. And you're welcome to reach out to me. I love hearing from our loyal listeners every week. And I do every week. It's great uh, chatting with you or seeing you out in the community. I saw a couple of you at uh, the Oak Bay Classic Car Festival that was going on just uh, yesterday. We're, we're recording today on Monday. Uh, it's always nifty uh, having people say, hey, I listen to the program every week, uh, which is fantastic. And, and by the way, if you're a podcast listener, you can find all of our podcast episodes by visiting uh, iTunes or Google Play and just look for The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. Having a conversation today with our show sponsor and supporter, Pierre Beauvais from Silhouette Home Inspections. Uh, again, Pierre, thanks for coming back. Hey, no, my pleasure. We had a conversation about attics. Now we talk, Now let's think about the other side of a building and that is crawl spaces. Aren't they fun for you, huh? <laughs> they can be interesting for sure. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. There's, uh, there's, there's, yeah. There's, uh, there's lots of crawl spaces out in Victoria. That's for sure. And yeah. and what is it that you're looking for when you're going? And by the way, folks, when we're talking to crawl space, obviously we're talking about the lower part of the house that often is shorter than standing height. In fact, they, we, you see them; they're like 18 inches, maybe, right, Pierre? They're 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 not very deep. No, um, sometimes 18, usually they're around the two, three foot mark. Uh, yeah. You get the real beautiful ones that are about four feet, but those are rare. Uh, and then some of the older ones, um, you're crawling on your belly. And they might be 18 inches or even less, but, uh, and with the dirt floor. Yeah. Um, but no, the, uh, what we're looking for typically in crawl spaces, usually they are below ground. So they're going to be um, prone to moisture. Uh, infiltration, moisture ingress is what they call it. And so you want to make sure that uh, A, it's dry down there. And or if it's not, um, what are there any signs of where, you, of where moisture might be coming? So if it's a dirt floor, then 
and that should have a proper ground seal if the ground seal is missing. Um, is there any, is there proper crawl space ventilation as well as same as, as the attic, you need to be able to flush um, that moist air out in the drier months. So you wanna make sure there's proper ventilation and or uh, exhaust um, fans or heat ducts, which can um, help keep conditions dry down there. Um, obviously we're looking at the structure. So any beams and columns and footings or lack of footings, um, pest activity for sure. And also um, just to make sure if it is a damp crawl space that none of the structures being uh, and none of the integrity is being uh, damaged uh, by maybe dry rot or if to make sure that there is no organic growth uh, that could be unhealthy um, that we could see downstairs or in the crawl space. So there is actually a lot to see in crawl spaces um, and, and including all the plumbing and electrical. Um, it's all tucked in there. Uh, sometimes there's insulation, uh, sometimes there's not. And so there is a place for insulation to be. And, and also there's a place for vapor barriers to be. And sometimes you see a combination of, um, of both that are maybe incorrectly installed. And so there, there is actually a, a lot more than you would think in a crawl space, um, probably more, than, more such than an attic. Uh, an attic, you're not gonna have too much plumbing um, but in a crawl space, you may have a lot more, uh, a lot more plumbing. Yeah. And, and again, uh, crawl space is another one of those areas that sellers rarely go in. I mean, I've seen, and I, I know you have too, I've seen crawl spaces where nobody's been in there for like 20 years. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. And I have this little trick too. I carry a yardstick in my truck yeah. and, uh, and I literally have to, um, wave it in front of me as I'm crawling through. So otherwise I would be covered in cobwebs so um it's not for the faint of heart definitely to be down there but um it's a must see right you have to get down there um and 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 that's what we that's how you can do a proper assessment of any of any problem the thing that people seem to be most concerned about is the condition of the foundation because everyone's scared about foundation cracks and settling and stuff like that um so again when you're talking about things like vapor barrier and and you know diverting moisture and stuff these are all things that contribute to the health and and well-being of the foundation right more so of the wood portion of the structure right so anything moisture is going to is going to have an effect um on the wood whether if, if it does um you know depending on the on the moisture levels in that crawl space over the long term, yeah, you can get uh, rot starting, um, w- which is going to affect the structure for sure. Not so much the cracking, um, but if you do have, you know, if not so much for moisture, but if you do have water issues, failed perimeter drains, um, let's suppose, um, then then you can get some soil erosion that would cause cracking in your foundation. So. It is all kind of related back to water. Uh, at the end of the day, um, water is a home's worst enemy and it can do all sorts of havoc, um, basically in attics, in crawl spaces and affecting footings. Uh, and then that's how you can get some cracking normally. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, the, when you think about foundation, when you think about, uh, you said posts, like the wood structure of a house, cause they're all, you know, built on wood. Uh, people do forget about the fact that uh, moisture isn't good. I mean, you see, we've seen so many cases where there are wooden posts that are covered in soil or dirt in, you know, it just wicks moisture. That's not good. 
right? No, no, no. There should be proper barrier between that concrete footing and the column, the post, the wood. Um, because as we know, first, any, any wood that's in direct contact of, of concrete will actually wick up moisture. Um, if a post is sitting in direct contact of dirt, well, it might, it might as well be in a sponge, you know, in, in, a, in a pool of water. It's just going to wick up that moisture. So you yeah. definitely, yeah, you definitely don't want that, um, that wood to sit in, in raw dirt. Uh, and you do definitely also want a footing so that yeah. it's up away from that uh, moisture. I, th I think something that's important to remind people of is everything can be fixed. Everything can be corrected. Yes, right. It's yeah. really just a question of how much is it going to be, right? That's that's the million dollar questions. That's right. And so as our job, we are, um, you know, where we do our, our, our part is to just basically identify, right? So we will crawl into those crawl spaces and attics to identify the issues um, because as a home, a home buyer, you're typically looking beyond those things. You're going to be more looking at um, the room sizes and the orientation and, and where your TV is going to sit and how big this is going to be, you know, and where you're going to entertain. And you're not looking at those issues downstairs. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's so, it's so important to get your home inspected. And the great news now is the market has come back to a point where you actually can have a building inspection because, hey, folks, we just came off of a year and a half or so of crazy market time where people were buying houses uh, often sight unseen and definitely without having a building inspection. Uh, now, however, when you're buying, we're back to the point where you can have subject to building inspection and you can get Pierre in and he'll have a good look around for you. Right, Pierre? Yeah, well, I, I, we totally, yeah, we will. <laughs> but here and further, further, Tony, to what you're saying, like um, it, we have had those last couple of years is it has been a bit, uh, a bit of a different market. And we've been doing a lot of pre-offer inspections. Yes. Uh, and so, and also we're, we were doing the pre-list inspections. Um, basically there was um, a time and there was a number for me. Yeah. 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 And, and it kind of the untold truth obviously was, is to try and get in during those, those times was to try and get, uh, an offer, right? An unconditional offer. I, the time has come back where the pre-list inspections is actually even more important than before, in my opinion. Um, you know, back then there was one house for 10, 10 buyers, but now it's kind of reversed. Mm -hmm. There's becoming more homes on the market with less buyers. So, uh, you know, I was, I recommend if you're going to be considering putting your house on the market, um, you may want to consider getting a pre-list inspection. Um, I'm, w I'm with you there because it's an extra selling feature for buyers. Well, yeah. And you may as well highlight and showcase your home and, and you know, uh, people have choice out there now. So why not uh, be able to provide that as a, as a selling tool? Exactly. Well, hey, listen, need to take our last break of the day. I want to pick up on that conversation when we come back, having a conversation with Pierre Beauvais from Silhouette Home Inspections. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe having a conversation today with Pierre Beauvais. He is with Silhouette Home Inspections and one of our show partners here. Uh, 
Pierre, along with Westlawn Insurance, Sitka Law, and Denise Webster from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group are the four people that make this program happen every week. And you guys listen. We know you do. And all of the sponsors get phone calls from you. So we know that uh, this is not only a well-listened-to program, but CFAX, of course, has been a... Uh, when we talk about foundations of houses, CFAX has been a foundation of local uh, community here. So uh, it is our pleasure to be here for you every single week. And uh, as I always say, if you would like to speak with any of our show partners, just reach out to them. You can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com or just reach out to me. Love hearing from you guys. I got to tell you, I, I, you know, it's usually three or four times a week. I'll get a phone call from someone saying, hey, you were talking about uh, what was last week? I think it was pest control from months ago. People say, I heard your program and, you know, you were talking about pests. Now I have an issue. And of course, they remember that they heard the program months ago when I'm able to, to reconnect, which is fun. So thank you, folks, for listening, uh, as always. But the main thing is we get great information from all of our guests and especially our show partners. And today we have uh, Pierre talking about home inspections. Uh, Pierre, thanks again for coming. Yeah, thank you, Tony. And, and that's, uh, I see I've been getting those phone calls as well. So, um, you know, we're here to help. So don't be afraid to call. Uh, we love helping. Amazing, amazing. All right. So uh, a few things we talked earlier about attics, we've talked about crawl spaces, something that I wanted to get to, uh, and we're going to talk about pre inspections again, uh, I promise that, that I would, um, you had mentioned and I just want to touch on this really briefly with the crawl space, the insulation and the vapor barrier. So folks, when we talk vapor, vapor barrier, we're typically talking a sheet of uh, poly polyfilm, I guess it is right, uh, Pierre. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and you may be familiar with this when you see a house that's being built, you have insulation between the studs or rafters or whatever, and then the sheet of uh, poly, which is stapled on or, or, or attached on somehow. But there is, there is a, uh, procedure like sometimes people have it backwards where they put the vapor barrier before the insulation or vice versa or something right Pierre yes we see that uh, quite often in crawl spaces not so much walls uh, but it's more the the amateur homeowner that um, is down there insulating added in, adding insulation in their crawl space and then using that vapor barrier that plastic film to to keep it in place to hold it up um, yeah. to hold it up yeah that's yeah. right and, and, and the last thing you want is that vapor barrier sealing off um, underneath the house. If you have, um, if you have a, a ventilated crawl space, um, what we call an unconditioned space, then that vapor barrier should always be on the warm side. And the risk of having it um, underneath stapled to the floor joists is that the warm space is actually that, is that joist cavity and so if you have that warm air that living air that, that warm space um, in between your floor and, and where we live then and the unconditioned space below is cooler then you can get condensation in between mm -hmm. and that can again cause moisture damage uh, it can rot wood so um, definitely that's a big one for sure is the that vapor barrier wants to be on the warm side yeah, I, I bring this up because I remember once we had a buyer many years ago. Of course, when you look under uh, a crawl space and you see the bat insulation that's uh, in between the 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 joists, usually yeah. friction fit, but yeah. often have they often have straps that basically hold it in place, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, all sorts of different methods. Yeah. yeah. 
And, and I remember this buyer once just saying, there should be, you know, it should be sealed and, and, and all that. And, and I understood the explanation at that point. Yeah. And it does have to do with, with uh, vapor, vapor and moisture for sure, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to trap the moisture in between your floor space. Yeah. That's, okay. uh, that's not, a good, uh, not, not a good idea. Yeah. Okay, folks, you see, we're, all, we're always learning things from Pierre when he shows up here because there are things, you know, uh, again, these are systems. These are all systems in your house, systems that require maintenance and systems that should be looked at on a regular basis, right? It's building science. Yeah, you got it, Colleen. Building science. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, just before the break, we were talking about uh, pre-listing uh, inspections, pre-offer inspections. And what I wanted to touch on is, uh, folks, you may remember, we had talked about this when the market was super busy, getting an inspection of your, ho your home done before you put it to market. Uh, really was an advantage because if you had multiple offers, 5, 10, 20 buyers, they often couldn't have time to do their own building inspection. Uh, they could absolutely review one that you had done before with the proviso, of course, that they didn't commission it. So, you know, they can't really rely on somebody else's inspection, but sometimes it's just good information to have, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Now, fast forward to today. And we're at this point where Pierre did point out the fact that we are we're very much at a point where there's a lot of choices for people. Now, all of a sudden, sellers have to be a little more competitive and they have to uh, have a sort of competitive advantage compared to their neighbors. So, uh, again, Pierre, what you're saying is having that pre-inspection now is also important, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Might as well. Um, yeah. Be transparent. Uh no point in trying to hide anything you want to get a you know we're just trying to get offers now in your house so why not showcase it yeah yeah for sure yeah, because I mean, pe people do sorry. understand like anything that is not brand new you're gonna have some issues right? and that's where i was just gonna say like keep in mind that no house is perfect so uh any inspector is going to find a number of defects on any number or on any house or or building it doesn't necessarily mean that a defect should turn you off from buying that property. Um, but it's good to know what, um, you know, what the cost moving forward, what the, what the, the full cost of ownership is going to be on that home. And so uh, um, those pre-list inspections give buyers that peace of mind knowing that, okay, this is a house that we would like to carry on and, and, and look and, and, you know, further our due diligence on. So uh, mm -hmm. it's important. Well, and the thing that I do want to bring up to for a seller, because sometimes sellers get scared. They go, well, I don't want to get it done because what if it uncovers, you know, uh, bad things or whatever? Well, first of all, it enables you as the seller to actually take care of those things before going to market and on your own terms mm -hmm. instead yeah. of being dictated by the buyer, right? Because Sometimes the buyer will go, well, okay, well, you know, uh, it needs a new roof, so I'll give you $50,000 less. Well, yeah. we know it's not $50,000. That's right. It's right. Exactly. And, and with the supply shortages we're seeing, with the trade shortages we're seeing, with yeah. the temperatures we're seeing, um, I'm, I'm finding contractors now that the, the seven and a half, eight hour workday for contractors in the summer is gone. Um, you're lucky now to get five hours or six hours out of a worker if oh. you're lucky. Oh. Uh, it's just the higher temperatures. Everyone is seeming to be a little bit more, um, you know, on the preventative side and then just a little bit more diligent. Um, and so anyways, going back to it, Tony, um, it, it's, it is better to identify it. And then the seller can choose 
whether or not they want to um, fix it or if they just want to identify it. And then it really doesn't leave much room for negotiating if yeah. you've identified it. Well, and this is the thing, because then you can disclose. So that's the D word, right? Yes. If there is something, then the seller can disclose and say, you know, uh, I've got this or whatever. And when the buyer accepts it and full disclosure has been made, that is extra uh, confidence for the seller because they know the buyer knows what they're getting into. Mm -hmm. Instead of having sleepless nights wondering, oh, I wonder when they're going to find out about the whatever the vapor yeah. barrier or whatever, right? Exactly. And, and, and you might as well know as a seller that if you're working with a potential buyer and you've got an offer on the table, it would be nice to know that it's a solid offer and they know everything that you've told them and there are not going to be any surprises. The last thing I think you want are those 11th hour negotiations and getting strung along day 13 and then all of a sudden they decide that, oh no, this isn't the house because we found this. Well, Oh my gosh, <laughs> it would be better to actually tell you that beforehand. So, mm -hmm. you know, it just makes things a little bit more efficient. For sure. Actually, I do want to say that because we, we had one recently, you and I, we had a buyer, uh, you did the billing inspection. Um, they did a number of other inspections too. Actually, it was fantastic because they were able to, 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 to organize everyone together. So we had drain tile, plumbing, uh, hazmat, you know, uh, asbestos. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, underground oil storage tank. You were there for like... Yes. It was like a party. Yeah, no, right? that's right. Yeah, we all, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, um, and, you know, I don't think, you may not know, but they did not proceed with that house. Okay, no, I did not know. Yeah, and, um, you know, this is the point of having a building inspection is to identify things and for them to determine, because they know, people, as we said, know that it's a resale house, there's going to be some issues. Yeah. So they're already going in with that, but it is up to them to decide at that moment, you know, yeah. what, what their temperament is, right? Uh, of, of course. Yeah, exactly. And what their threshold is for repairs. And yeah. depending on if it's something that they want to uh, take on, maybe they have a family member or somebody that can help them along with it. And yeah. maybe they don't, and maybe it's just uh, too much of a cost, some of these repairs. So yeah. Um, no, that's, that's the idea is to, to at least be aware of it. Right. And not, uh, not kind of get caught off guard, um, buying such a, so buying a property being at the, the, one of the most, you know, costly investments, uh, in, in your lifetime. And then to be caught off and go, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I needed this and this and this. Um, so no, it's, um, the, the disclosure is a funny thing, right? Cause People are never angry about uh, like an issue with a house as long as they've been told about it. Exactly. And what happens is if disclosure doesn't happen and the consumer feels that something was hidden or they didn't, you know, they weren't told, that's when they get angry. And that's mm -hmm. when, you know, court cases happen and all that kind of stuff. And rightfully so too, Tony. Absolutely. I, I yeah, no. Um, going, going in wide, eyes wide open. That's my kind of motto, right? Just get all the information, eyes wide open. And it yeah. really helps when you've got a seller that's playing the same game and then saying, here, all my cards are on the table. This is the product I'm selling. I'm not hiding anything. Um, give me your best offer. Fantastic. And, and that's, that's fair. Absolutely. Pierre, as always, great having you here. I always learn something from you, you know, when you're coming here. And I and I know our listeners do as well, too. So remind them uh, if someone needs to get in touch with you, even if they're not buying or selling, they could always call you for a inspection of their home, a condition report, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, and even if you got a question, too, you know what? I can always take time out of my day 
Uh, I love helping people. So they can call me 778-922-4646. Um, you can even shoot me a text if you want or get us on the uh, online at uh, silhouetteinspections.com. Yeah, and hey, even though Pierre is busy, all you got to do is identify yourself as a CFAX listener. We always make time for you, right, we Pierre? We always do, always. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Pierre, for coming. And for our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week. <laughs>